Welcome back, Rainmaker Movement. Happy Friday. We are here for day five of the 100K in 90 day challenge. Uh, my name is Ryan Dendevel. If you missed yesterday, uh, I'm the VP of New Business Development here at Rap Success Systems, coming in today to wrap up our first week of the 90 day challenge. So, uh, with no further ado, let's dive right in because you guys have been waiting a solid 12 minutes expecting us a little bit earlier. So, we'll try and make up for it right now. So, Yesterday, just to recap, actually, let's take a minute and recap the whole week. So this week, we started off the 90-day challenge. Uh, the first day or, day or two was all about mindset, making sure you were in the right mindset to go out there, crush it, make some money, get that 100K in that 90 days. Uh, Pat, Coach Pat came in. He talked to you guys about um, how to get your head in the right space, dissecting uh, your database into the different rings of the tree, for those of you who tuned in and have been coming in every day and tuning in. So um, on Wednesday, uh, the conversation was about how to reach out to the people that you know, how to uh, pa you know, passively reach out, doing videos, sending out videos uh, on different topics and engaging people uh, outside of real estate conversations so that they know you're a real person so that you can build kind of rapport and build relationships with them. Yesterday, we spoke about how to actually pick up the phone and make a call to uh, to your leads that you're purchasing or you're, you're generating from marketing avenues, from internet sources, uh, whether it be pay-per-click, whether it's your website, whether it's, um, whether it's social media, however you're generating those leads. These are people that don't necessarily know you, but they know of you or of a listing or of a property that you have or of a promotion that you threw out there. They asked for some additional information. They engaged with your advertising. And we spoke about picking up the phone and calling them, not being afraid to actually engage them in conversation, how to have that conversation, making it more about the individual, trying to build rapport in the initial conversation over the phone. Uh, we also talked briefly about um, you know, knee-jerk objections or what we call soft objections, reflex responses, things that come out in the beginning where you know, maybe they don't remember clicking on it. Maybe they just pretend like they don't remember clicking on it. Maybe they don't really want to talk on the phone. You know, there's a lot of people out there in 2019, there's a lot of different methods of communication. Some people absolutely hate talking on the phone. My wife, for instance, she absolutely will not pick up the phone whether she knows the person or not. You wanna get her to communicate with you, you gotta text. Um, so we were speaking yesterday about actually reaching out and touching the people who try to engage you on the internet because at the end of the day, you gotta to talk to them at some point if you're ever gonna to get to uh, face to face with them to either help them buy or sell at home. Now we're trying to get listings, but obviously a lot of the internet leads you're gonna come across are buyers. The cool thing about buyers is that most buyers also are sellers. You know, except for those first time buyers, most other people, they own a home, they gotta get rid of that home before they can buy their next home. They may only wanna work with you on one side of it now, but as Pat referenced on uh, Tuesday or Wednesday, it was all about keeping them engaged, staying front of mind, making sure that you're the person they choose when the time comes. Oh man, I'm gonna need makeup, I got a shiny forehead today. Anyway, so today, uh, it's Friday. Cool thing about Friday for most uh, you know, wage slaves, the people who work the nine to fivers, is they're thinking, all right, five o'clock's coming, I'm gonna get to happy hour, I'm gonna get to relax for the next couple of days. Um, the cool thing about Fridays for those of us who work in sales is that means that our customers are gonna be home. That means that the people that we work with are actually not at work and they're open to having conversations. 
Sorry to be the one to tell you this, folks, but if you're in real estate, the weekend is your best friend and it ain't so that you can go kayaking or hiking or have a good time. Uh, when the homeowners are home, that's your time to shine. So if you really are serious about making your career, uh, growing your business, getting that 100K in 90 days, Friday for you means it's showtime, baby. It's time to get to work. It's time to make those calls, engage. Active engagement on the weekend is what you really wanna make sure you set some time aside for. Now, obviously it's important to have a good work-life balance. So make sure you figure that out with your family and with your, with your fun time. However, Saturdays, Guess who? Guess what Saturday is? Saturday's the day when everybody's home. Everybody's hanging out. Everybody's relaxed. They're in a good mood. Maybe they're not in the best mood if they have to go mow the lawn or do some yard work, but uh, you know, it's fall. So hopefully they did that last weekend. They can get away with not doing it this weekend so they can talk to you. So what we're here to, what I'm here to tell you today is this 90 day challenge on the weekends, it's time to turn it up a notch, get into the turbo mode, start doing the things and the active engagements that we're talking about. If you didn't pick up a phone yesterday after we discussed how to overcome those quick objections, I have good news and bad news. Bad news is you're day behind. Good news is you got three days ahead of you where people are gonna be home and willing to pick up the phone and talk to you. Here's the other good news. Uh, hot off the presses, today I have two scripts, one for buyers, one for sellers, unique scripts that I'm gonna give you guys for tuning in today in the comments section. I have Clara's gonna give you links for specifically for internet slash marketing leads, leads that you've generated through some sort of interaction on the internet or some, maybe it's a billboard, maybe it's a sign call. It's somebody who's reached out to you for information. We're gonna go over those scripts quickly in the next you know, 15 or so minutes, uh, but we're gonna give them to you so that you guys can get to work. So you can start making the calls, so you can start engaging the people over the weekend. Uh, you should probably have a couple of appointments by the end of this weekend if you're doing it the right way and if you're following the scripts and you're following the processes we talked about yesterday. Don't relax until your team's game is on on Sunday. Until then, you're making calls. If you got SOI leads, you got past clients, maybe you stop in and just say hi if you have that kind of relationship with them. Hopefully, you know, don't stop in on strangers. Don't stop in on internet leads. They're not going to know who you are. However, uh, if you find yourself in the neighborhood of people who you haven't spoken to in a while, who know who you are, you know, it's always good to stay front of mind. Invite them out for a beer. Maybe invite them to the game. Uh, there's a lot of different ways to actively engage people you know versus people you don't. So for the scripts that we're talking about, though, they're for people you haven't met yet, but you're hoping to get to meet. So I have the, uh, I have the buyer script up here. I'm just going to kind of talk through it real quick uh, to the camera and then... You guys can follow the link that Claire is posting in the comments section. If it's not there yet, it will be there soon. I see her scrambling, so I want to try and buy her a little bit of time because I know that I gave it to her right before we went live. So uh, I'm not kidding when I tell you, hot off the presses. So um, this particular script is for a buyer. It's a buyer script for you guys when somebody uh, does an online inquiry on a property that you have listed. So you just... Starts off pretty easy, right? First, the, the hardest part of the phone call is the introduction. You just want a warm intro to say, hey, you know, I'm looking for, you got a name, hopefully. You know, hey, I'm looking for John. And the person hopefully on the other side says, yeah, this is John, because who's rude to the person that they don't know on the phone until they realize that you're a real estate agent, right? Uh, they're not gonna be rude right out of the gate unless you say, call and say, hi, I'm a real estate agent. So you engage, you see, you get them to tell, you get them to say hi, you say, hey, you know, 
This is Ryan Dandeval. I was just reaching out in regards to an online inquiry you had about properties in the area. I just want to make sure, did, were you able to find what you were looking for or are you still searching? So again, this is for a buyer lead. This is probably somebody who is looking at some properties. If you have a property search site that you're posting, or if you have social media campaigns where you're, you got people looking for a home in the area, whatever your marketing, you know your own marketing. And if you don't, then ask the person who's running it for you what it looks like so that you can engage appropriately. So you're gonna say, yeah, hey, look, you know, were you able to find what you were looking for? You're not gonna come in screaming saying, I need to show you this house. Like we talked about yesterday, you gotta build rapport, you gotta make a human conversation, make it about their needs and their interests, ask them questions, consultant. You're a consultant. So, did you find the place you were looking for? They're gonna give you an answer. Well, yeah, no, we're still kind of looking. You know, we have a couple of things that we're interested in. We really like the house that we saw on your website, actually, that's why we clicked and filled out the form. Whatever the conversation is, obviously, you know, if you get one of those, that's a lay down. They're not all gonna be that easy, but you'll figure it out as you go through. You make enough of them, you'll find some lay downs in there. So, you know, the next step is, are you currently contracted with an agent to help you find a property or are you just kind of in the beginning stages? We're all in the same business. We don't want to step on any toes, break any rules, break any laws, make sure there's no contracts in place before you start playing in the field. But they requested information. So you're well within your rights to reach out and just at least find out where they are. Uh, if they are contracted, obviously we all know we back off. We say, okay, no problem. You know, let me know if you need any help down the road. No big deal. Okay, but assuming they're not, great. You know, what areas are you looking in? Start asking them about what it is they're looking for. This is someone who wants to buy a house, folks. That's solid gold for you. Once you start finding out what they're looking for, what kind of homes, how many beds, how many baths they need, uh, you know, get a good profile of what they're looking for. And hopefully you're smart and you're thinking in the back of your head what you've got inventory of that they might be looking for. Uh, once you figure out where they're trying to go, what they're looking for, why they're trying to move. Um, the next step is figure out, do they have a property that they need to sell first? Like I said before, if you're looking for listings, buyers are not a bad place to look for listings because most of them have a home they need to sell before they can buy the next one. Obviously, we got to find out then again, are they under contract already? Are they actively selling? Where are they? This is a discovery conversation. Your first call to someone who engaged with you first needs to be figuring who they are out because you don't know much other than they clicked somewhere and potentially filled out a form. So once you've accumulated all the information, all the stuff you need to know to figure out if you're even gonna be able to help this person, which of course you are because that's our job is we're gonna be able to help this person. After we get them engaged and we figure out where they're trying to go, when they're trying to do it, think of the, the W's they taught you in middle school, right? Who, what, where, when, why, and then for some reason they slipped how in there under the radar because it's got a W at the end, I guess. Who really even knows? The teachers always taught you the W's though. All right, so we know who they are, where they're going, why they're doing it, when they're supposed to, or trying to make sure that happens. Um, now we're gonna give them a little value. We're gonna say, hey, look, you know, the process, the process of buying a home, it can get real confusing. It's definitely a process from pre-approval to finding the right home. That's why getting the right person in your camp, choosing the right agent who's gonna walk with you side by side until you're all settled in your home is really important. You know, mention a couple of things that you do special and or something that is gonna set you apart 
something that, you know, based on the conversation so far makes sense to their situation. And then say, listen, I want to make sure you're fully prepared throughout the process. I'd like to uh, find out first if they're pre-approved for a mortgage yet. Okay, you got to find out everything with a buyer because hopefully you got lenders that you can point them to if they don't have anyone they're looking for. These are great referral opportunities for you. Great to build more business on the back end and get uh, get preferred buyers or preferred lenders who will also give you opportunities down the road. Now, if they're not approved for a mortgage already, great. You know, I've got a lender I want to put you in touch with. He's a great guy or girl. Uh, make sure you're fully prepared. Make sure you can get pre-approved for a loan. Here's the contact information. Set an appointment to follow up with them. Here's the thing about a buyer. If they don't have a home that they want you to help them sell, you don't have a place to meet them per se. So you're going to set, you're going to spread uh, it's like Hansel and Gretel. Remember, they spread the candy in the woods so they could find their way back home. Uh, hopefully you use something that the birds won't pick up. But what you're doing is you're, you're creating a path for them to working with you. So you're going to introduce them to someone you trust who can help them in the mortgage process. Then you're going to reconnect with them. Always set a finite time to reconnect. Tell them, okay, I want you to meet with this person and then let's connect next Friday. Why don't you come down to the office and I can show you some of the homes that I have going. Make sure that you get this step one done first. So here's, what, here's how it goes. You have the conversation, you figure out the, what's going on with them. Then you're gonna set an action step for them. You're gonna say, hey, here's what I need you to do. And then you're gonna set a follow-up time, preferably one where you actually are going to meet with them face-to-face. So if you're following along, step one, call them and have a nice casual introductory discovery conversation. Towards the end of that conversation, you'll know where they are in the process. So set an action step, whether it's meeting with a lender, whether it's finalizing their pre-approval, wherever they're at in the process, move them along the process and then set a follow-up date and time appointment where they come to your office or you go to their home and you actually show them something face-to-face -face so you can move the ball along the way. If you start off the process with all these cold leads that you're getting off of your marketing efforts and you do it in this fashion, you'll find that the next time you meet them, if you've helped them and the person that you introduce them to is nice and has helped them and met them, they're more likely to show up. They're more likely to want to continue along the path with you. you gotta, it's baby steps. You can't go in there and start showing them houses right away because if you do, they might not even be ready yet. There's a lot of discovery that comes out in the beginning, especially with a buyer, where you got to figure out where they are so that you can guide them along the path. Who better than you? You're the expert in the industry. So you're going to guide them along that path. All right, so that's our buyer script. I kind of, I, I glossed over a lot of it because if you haven't opened it up yet, I want you to be able to read through it. If you have any questions on Tuesday at 11 o'clock, uh, we do our mastermind session in the same Facebook group. So be sure to tune in then. Bring any questions, bring any comments, bring what's working for you, what's not working for you, so we can make this all better. I mean, these scripts, I say hot off the presses, but that's just because we kind of tweaked them overnight to adapt them for you guys. Uh, our ISAs use very similar scripts in-house. We've vetted them over the last five years. Our ISAs are calling on leads for agents. So if you get, you know, if you get shell-shocked and you just get yelled at a whole bunch and you're like, I can't do this anymore, you know, we. We're willing to do it for you, but it's best if you get good at it yourself because you're going to have to be able to talk to these people as well. 
So these scripts have been catered for you, the individual agent. We took what works really well with our ISAs and we kind of converted it into a little bit more you. And trust me when I say, we have a lot of insight from agents in our own brokerage. So come on Tuesday at 11 o'clock and give us your feedback as to what's working with these scripts and what's not so that we can make them better for everybody involved. All right, so that's the buyer script. I also wanna go over real quick with the seller script. Oh, Claire, that's awesome. You pulled it up there so I don't have to have it on my phone. <laughs> All right, so where'd it go? There we go. Okay, so seller script. Sellers are a little different, obviously. With a seller, you wanna get out to their house. You wanna make sure that you can you know, go and see the home and get a listing. So your conversation is gonna be tweaked just a little bit, but you still gotta figure out where they are in the process. Difference with an internet seller lead versus a for sale by owner or an expired, uh, which we're gonna get into much later is the for sale by owner expired marketplace. But with internet leads, they've reached out to you for information, but we don't know where they are in the process. We don't know if they've been trying to sell. We don't know if they're just thinking about trying to sell. A lot of times the internet seller leads were just online and they saw, oh, how much is my home worth? They're like, if you got a home valuation website, guess what? I want to know how much my home's worth, but I'm not selling it anytime soon. I just moved in a year ago, but heck, if it's worth an extra couple hundred thousand, I guess I'd sell it tomorrow. <laughs> I'm all, I mean, everything's for sale for the right price, right? And if you got the right person on the other end of that phone, there's kind of, there's a lot of that. So it's still a discovery conversation. You're still trying to glean information from them. So for the sellers, it starts off the same way though. You still got to introduce yourself, still got to get them to like you enough to stay on the phone with you. You know, hey, I was looking for John Smith. Yeah, hey John, this is Ryan Dendeville. Just reaching out to you in regards to an online inquiry you had about getting a possible evaluation on your home at 123 Main Street. Um, just curious, did, have, are you actively selling that yet or were you still looking to get an evaluation done or where are you at in the process? Now, they're gonna give you an answer. They're gonna say, oh, I was just clicking around. I thought it was gonna be quick and easy. I don't need any help. That's fine, again, like we talked about yesterday, those are brush offs, folks. Somebody telling you they're not ready yet is the same as you walking into Home Depot and telling them you're all set. Just a recap from yesterday, if that person was getting paid commission, you better believe they're not gonna say, okay, have fun walking around Home Depot by yourself. They're gonna say, yeah, no, I get it. You don't need my help, but you know, maybe I can help you get through this a little quicker, easier, less headache. You don't have to search. You're gonna need my help when you get to the top shelf and you need to get up there whatever the process. So we're selling homes, not Home Depot, but just trying to relate it a little bit. All right, so where are they at? You figure out where they're at. Either they tell you, I'm not ready, and then we talked yesterday about what to do then, but let's assume that they are somewhat ready here, right? And so you, you know, if you could get the right price for the home, you'd be interested in taking offers, right? And they're gonna be like, well, yeah, of course, everything's for sale for the right price, great. You're not cur are you currently contracted with an agent or are you on the MLS uh, where I need to, I just wanna make sure I'm not stepping on any toes. Hopefully they say, no, no, I'm not on the MLS or with an agent and then we can continue. Obviously we all know if they are, we eject quickly say, hey, you know, thanks for reaching out for the information, but you should probably have your agent call me. All right, so great, you're not on the MLS. Now look, I'm, I'm taking a look at the pictures of the property here because they've given you the property. You wanna have it pulled up as much as you can. Seems like a gorgeous home. You know, what made you wanna sell it in the first place? Here's the thing with a seller. They've made a decision that they're at least open to the idea of selling their home. Now we gotta find out why. Selling someone's house is a big decision. It's where you live, it's where your family lives, it's where 
you rest your head, you know, you call it home. So when you wanna move, there's gotta be something driving you out of the place that you call home. They're not always gonna be initially open to that, but our goal in this conversation is to find their motivation for selling the home in the first place, and then where they're at in the process and what their experience has been so far in the pursuit of that. If they're super early, like this is the first time they ever thought about it, that's cool too, because that means you're catching them right in the beginning of the thought process. That puts you in a very good place. Regardless though, clicking on that button means there's something in the back of their head that's motivating them to be interested in what their home's worth. Around these parts here, we use the Ford principle to identify folks' motivation. And Ford, it's not found on Road Dead. Uh, it is family, occupation, recreation, and dreams. And I'm sure we can all relate to all of them except for maybe recreation because we don't believe in taking time off because we're in sales. But someone's motivation for selling their home every single time. In fact, if you wanna be honest about it, someone's motivation for any decision they make in life can be boiled down at its root cause to family, occupation, recreation, or dreams. One of these four things is the core reason why they're making this decision. Even if it's a flighting decision late at night that they really aren't all that serious about, something in their life made them make that decision in that moment. So maybe, and the, cool, the thing about motivation that people always forget is motivation can be positive, but motivation can also be negative. Some people love their family, some people hate their family, some people get promotions, some people get demotions. Uh, some people have all the free time in the world to do all the things they want, some people have none. You know, it doesn't always, just because something's negative doesn't mean it's not a motivation. So your goal, the reason it says ask discovery questions in the parentheses on this script is your goal is to have a conversation with them, get to know the person, Find out what it is that's driving them to be interested in selling their home because that's where you're gonna get your listing. Because folks, they don't care about your marketing strategy. They don't care about your experience. They don't care about your 97% close ratio. They don't care about any of that because they don't know what any of that means. These are everyday people. Everyday people care about one thing. They care about themselves and they care about achieving their motivation. So if you can figure out what that is, then you can wrap it all up real nice when you're having the dialogue about trying to get over to meet them. Uh, this, is a, this is a very time-tested strategy. It's the same strategy we use with for sale by owners and expireds uh, because sellers just are in different stages of the process, but they're all gonna have are very, very similar, uh, very, very similar triggers. So find their motivation. You know, maybe they're trying to move to Idaho to live out their dream of being a potato farmer. I don't know. I don't know what their motivation could be. You're gonna have to find out. You're gonna have to get really good at just having a conversation. Hopefully you are good at that. That's why you're in sales in the first place. Uh, so once you find that motivation though, Claire, can you pull that script back up for me? Once you've got the motivation pinned down and you know if it's family occupation, recreation, or dreams that are driving them to make this decision to sell their home, uh, the next step is you're going to find out where they're at in the process. So you're going to say things like, you know, are you, uh, 
has the property been on the market recently? Have you ever tried to sell it before? Oh, okay, now are, so you don't know. You have to figure out where they are. I only ask because, you know, I, I work on getting homes sold in your area. I specialize in getting it done. You know, the things I'm gonna do, get it done as quick as you need it done in the right amount of time with the least amount of headache with the most money in your pocket at the end of the transaction. Does that sound good? I mean, that's really watered down, folks. But at the end of the day, what more do the average home sellers care about? They want it done when they want it done with as little headache as possible and as much money in their pocket as they can get. Can't make it much more simple than that. That's not exactly what it says in the script, but what you're gonna say is that's that's the nitty gritty of what you're trying to get across to them. And, and you know, that's, that's what we're doing here. So unique value propositions about yourself. That's what that means. What sets you apart? Same as we were talking about with the buyers. Now, and we're gonna wrap it all up. We're gonna say, look, if I could help you get your home sold for the right price, get what you were looking for, walk away with so that you could use the motivation that they gave you so you can move to Idaho to open that potato farm uh, and, and be ready for the next crop. You know, that's a conversation worth having, right? Get their buy-in, get them to agree with you using their own experience. Once they say yes to that, folks, guess what? To disagree to meet with you is to disagree with themselves and to disagree with their own dreams and motivations. So if you have a good conversation, you know why they're trying to do it, you're able to tell them that you can help them achieve that goal, the next step is just getting over to their house and setting up a time, a date and a time where you can come over Take a look around, tell them what you would be able to get for them, make sure that you guys are in alignment with everything and hopefully get that listing. Um, that's what the close is all about at the bottom here. And you can read through it. You can, again, come in on Tuesday at 11 and give me any feedback that you have as to what you like, what you don't like. Uh, think about scripts. You guys are, you're all smart people. That's why you're, you're watching this live stream. So, you don't need to worry about the exact words. It's about the message behind the words. You are not gonna speak the same way that I speak. We're gonna have different favorite words. You're gonna make this script your own. This is a guideline, a framework, training wheels, if you will. But the strategy is what's most important. And if you're not in the business of finding out their motivation before you try and list that home, then you're just like every other Yahoo out there who's calling up, telling them how awesome you are, and hoping that you can sell them on the, on the awesomeness that is you. Bottom line, folks, they don't know you. They don't know anything about you yet. You're gonna, you gotta get them to get to know you. It's a, it's a first date. It's whatever analogy you wanna use to, to make it make sense to you. Don't jump too quick. Don't sound too eager. Make sure they know that you care about the individual living in the home, and then you'll get to the house. When you get to the house, then it's time to take a look around, you know, see the bones of the house, see what needs to be fixed. But you're never gonna get there if you don't first invest in finding out about the individual when it comes to sellers. Um, when it comes to buyers, so same concept, but you're not eventually going to see their house, you're gonna help them look at other houses. So this weekend, I want everybody who's watching to commit that you're gonna call your leads, you're gonna have dialogues and conversations Hopefully you're gonna to get to go see a couple of houses and meet with a couple of people because they're home and they're looking for information and they want you to help them. Otherwise they wouldn't be out there talking to you in the first place. Um, I know we started a little late. I'm feeling like I'm gonna end a little early. Hope nobody feels shortchanged. But next week when we come back, we're gonna dive into, we're gonna keep progressing. We're gonna keep building on this. Now this weekend is for active engagement. Next week we'll get back into talking about 
uh, what I call passive engagement or you know, more of the email texting, the, the advertising, the videos, all the other things to supplement, but the calls are so important because if you're not making the calls, the rest of that stuff isn't worth anything. You're just throwing money away. Stop throwing your money away. Start using that money to help to convert so that we can get to this 100K in 90 days uh, goal. And uh, thank you very much. Enjoy the weekend. Make some calls and we'll see you on Monday.